This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of your fashion. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Now, we all know that the world is a dangerous place. Humans and animals have ways to deal with that danger watching or listening closely, running, fighting, barking. But what if you can't do those things? How do you face an incoming threat if you can't move, see or hear? Welcome to life as a tree. However, we've recently learned, trees can actually sense the world around them. And if they're attacked, they can fight back in their own way. And they do this by using the same senses that we have. Well, some of them anyway. So let's start with sight, which is based on sensing light. Trees do not have eyes, but they can sense and grow towards the light, and light is what they need to create food through photosynthesis. And so this means that they can tell day from night, and they'll behave differently according to the time of day, a bit like we do. They can sense the ambient light using various chemicals, and they can even tell the difference between bluish light and reddish light. And so, by detecting what wavelengths of light are landing on their leaves, trees know if they're in the shade of a building or of another tree. And this is a useful trick to avoid the danger of being cut off from their main food supply. Plants can also smell and taste chemicals. As a plant's roots reach down into the soil, they can taste or detect vital chemicals such as nitrates and ammonium salts. Other plants can smell things in the air. For example, some of the chemicals in bushfire smoke can trigger buried seeds to germinate. Many plants also emit and smell a chemical called methyl jasminate which acts as a warning to other trees that an attack is happening or is imminent. Plants can even sense chemicals being released by an attacker, and sometimes they can recruit their very own mercenary assassins to take care of the threat. Plants like corn, cotton and beetroot have been known to enlist a murderous insect when under attack from the beet armyworm. When armyworms attack, the plant's nibbled leaves can detect the saliva of the assailant. The plant then releases specific chemicals to notify its ally, a female parasitic wasp. The wasp attacks the armyworm, immobilises it, and lays its eggs inside it. When the eggs hatch, they eat their way out of the armyworm, killing it. Sure, it's a bit gruesome, but... You know, circle of life and all that stuff. The plant is happy because its attacker has been thwarted, while the wasp is happy because it gets to have babies. Only the armyworm loses in this case, but hey, it was the aggressor in the first place. Trees also use precise timing when releasing these come-and-eat-my-enemy chemicals. After all, there's no point in calling for the wasps when they're asleep. It's been shown that corn releases lots of the attractor chemicals in the daytime, when the wasp is active, but much smaller quantities at night, when the wasp is sleeping. So, 
it seems that we can add good timing to the list of surprising tree abilities, along with sight, taste and smell. Surely that must be it, right? Wrong! Plants can also feel. Yes, they can sense direct physical contact. Now, you might have heard of the Venus flytrap, whose leaves trap their next meal, and the mimosa, whose leaves curl up after the gentlest touch. But they're not the only plants that respond to physical pressure. Some can sense the pressure of being touched by something solid, or by water being sprayed on them, or even by air. And they respond quickly to touch. Within a tenth of a second of the plant being touched, even from a puff of air, a burst of calcium ions floods into the fluid inside the cells of the plant. The calcium then activates genes that make the cell wall stronger, helping the tree stand firm in heavy winds or storms. So that's sight, or sensing light at least, taste, smell and touch. What about hearing, though? Well, the evidence is less clear. There does seem to be some evidence showing that plants do grow better when exposed to specific frequencies that are a bit louder than a human voice, say 70 to 80 decibels, but the evidence is still weak. And singing to your roses? Not proven. Yet. So, next time you take to your garden with a pair of clippers, beware. They might not be the vicious alien trees from John Wyndham's book, The Day of the Triffids, no, but trees may be able to hear you coming and sense your snipping. And they might even be plotting an elaborate defence to keep you at bay. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.